RadioInfluence.com Welcome to Live Bold and Boss Up podcast. We're so excited you guys tuned in this week. Steph and I are chatting about resignations and counteroffers. Counteroffers, exactly. Um, what to do with a resignation, how to do it, what to say, but then also what do you do when you turn that in and you get a counteroffer? Right. So great question. Then we get this question all the time from our candidates. Uh, first of all, whenever you are putting in a resignation, what are the main points that you should think about? Like when should you do it? How should you do it? So the standard has always been two weeks notice, right? Two weeks from when you are going to have your last day. That's just been industry standard. If you're higher up in the organization, you might want to think about three weeks, right? You don't want to, the the goal is to not leave that company in, um, in a hole, right? Whatever project you're working on, you want to finish it. You want to make sure that you can train someone on whatever it is that you were working on. Right. So yeah, give them at least two weeks notice. Right. And you want to leave on good terms. Exactly. Like not burn any bridges because you never know when you might need that reference or when they might be working at another company that you go to. Oh, hands down. Small world. Smart. Right. That, yeah, absolutely. People move around a lot now. So if you're in an organization or a job for two years, you're doing great. So you never know when you're going to work with those people again. Right. I also think it's a good idea to do it in person. Tell your boss in person that it's your last day um, or that you're putting your notice in. Or if you can't do it in person, if you're a remote employee, then do it over email or a video. Right. I mean, either way, you do need to document it too. Right. Follow up with an email regardless. Um, But like, don't send a text, you know, don't, you know, do it unprofessional. Uh, That's terrible. Sending it in a text. Yes, absolutely. Which I've heard people doing that. That's terrible. I know. That's, that's for another conversation. Yeah. Etiquette. Etiquette. Oh Lord. I could go on for days on etiquette. (laughs) All right. There's a lot. There's a lot there. But um, I always think it's better to do it in person, especially like give your boss that respect. If you have that relationship with them, you don't want to be impersonal and just send an email or, right, you know. But then I do think it's a good idea afterwards to follow up with an email, thanking them for your years there, um, thanking them for the opportunity to have, have gained the experience that, you know, the time that you've put in there, let them know when your last day is, um, let them know or ask them if there's anything that, that you need to do before you leave. Like, okay, what do you need from me before you go, before I go? Um, just kind of tying up all loose ends. Yeah. I mean, that's a great point. Thanking them in the letter, you know, you, that's going to be in HR records, right in the system. So you want to make sure that the verbiage that you use is positive and short, sweet, factual to the point. Thank you. And, and move on. Right. Mm. So anything else to add about the resignation piece before we move on to, well, I mean, this isn't necessarily like part of the resignation piece, but just a note to put in there, like 
while you're there in your last days or even like in your head whenever you know you're leaving like don't do anything shady like sending yourself emails or or sending confidential information so that way you have it afterwards because your employer they they can see where this information is going and that's going to look really bad on you if you're like stealing information or company contacts, client contacts, that just looks bad. And I've heard of that way too many times just to like ignore that little topic because people do it. That's a good point. That's a good point too. And that actually reminded me of, um, you know, a lot of people when they leave their organization and they're, they start at another organization, they often will announce it on social media and you want to be really careful about that because your previous employer, you know, they might feel kind of negative towards that. You know, you want to be really careful what you say on why you're leaving on social media and tagging that old company and then tagging the new company. It's just, you want to be really careful about that. Man, I feel like we can have like a whole nother conversation on. Yeah. There's that a lot piece. that goes into it for right. sure. Right. Um, so whenever you do put in your resignation, chances are you may get a counter offer, which a counter offer is whenever your current company offers you more money or more incentives to try to keep you. And I think bottom line, you should never take a counter offer. Do you agree? Never. A hundred percent. No, no reason. Well, and there's facts behind why. Mm-hmm. Um, statistics show that 80% of the time you will not be, if you accept this counter offer, you will not be at that same company within six months. Yeah. First of all, your boss already knows that you're looking or that you were looking, you're not happy. And they may start looking for your backup and kind of just throw money at you to begin with just to keep you until they find someone else. Right. The money that they throw at you is just a short-term um, kind of band-aid for them as the company. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at it at a selfish reason. Right. And if you do accept the counter offer, your loyalty is then questioned, right? When it's just only a matter of time at that point. Right. Before you are leaving and they're in the same situation. Right. And then you have to also question, like, why is it that you're really looking? Is it only money? Right. Well, if it is only money, then have that conversation with your boss about a raise. Right. You need to have that conversation with them first before you come with them with a resignation (laughs) and an offer. Right. Or is it work-life balance? Is it like, what is the real reason that you're looking? If it is work-life balance and then they throw money at you, then you're still going to be unhappy. Right. Exactly. So what is the real reason and how is your employer coming back to, you know, keep you? Like, is it solving the problem? Right. Probably not. Probably not. Um, so also one of the things if you are, you know, kind of dealing with this, right, and thinking about accepting a counter offer because maybe it is the money for some reason. Um, if that company ends up having a layoff or needs to let someone go, you're the first on the chopping block. You better mm-hmm. believe that. Right. Again, where's the loyalty? They're not gonna trust you. Exactly. Um Anything else that we missed? I feel like those are like the main, main points there. Right. Well, how about how to decline a counter offer? I mean, say you get this counter offer and you, 
you hear this amazing podcast episode and you're like, okay, I know <laughs> I can't accept that. How do you decline it? I would do it respectfully. Like, mm -hmm. thank you so much. I really do appreciate the counter offer, the additional money. But unfortunately, like I've already made my mind up and I already accepted this other opportunity and, you know, just politefully, politefully, is that a word? Politely? Politely. Tell them no. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, inside you probably want to be like, where was this money to begin with? Why wasn't I paid equally or at this level to begin with, right? There's there's a lot of frustrations and that's not the time to air them. That's not the time right. to share them. Just like Steph said, be gracious, thank them, but thank you, but no thank you, right? Yeah. Also, if you take another offer and then accept a counter offer, now what are you doing to that relationship with the company that you accepted the offer at? Mm-hmm. Now you have to go back and tell them, sorry, I took a counter offer. Well, guess what? If a great opportunity comes up ever again at that company and you come back to them, they're going to look on that negatively and say, um, thanks, but we're not, no longer interested in right. you. You just essentially burn two bridges, right? Right. The one at the possibly new company and the one at the old company because they know you're looking. Right. So mm. don't do it. Yeah. There's well, awesome. This is like... I think this was all really good information. Yes, we get these questions all the time. All the time. And it's never a good idea to accept a counter offer and, you know, how to respectfully and properly resign. Those are all things that we're all going to face at some point in our, you know, professional career. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. And if you have any other ideas or recommendations or things that you've seen as a hiring manager, I'd love to hear it. We always love a good story. Absolutely. And I think we should have a resignation sample in our show notes for I everyone. I will include that for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. If you guys are going through it and need an example, we'll have it for you. Yes. So until next time, live bold and boss up. This is a Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Today I want to talk about something that we all love, which is comfort, whether it's friends, food, family, you name it. So over the weekend, I, I actually spent the entire weekend at home. I just, I've had a lot going on with work and I just decided, you know, this is not the weekend for me to be going out. I just kind of need a break from everything. And I found myself caught up in watching all of these classic shows. Um, so one night I was just going through and watching old episodes of Three's Company and Sanford and Son and I think Good Times. And then the next night I was watching episode after episode of Sex and the City. And then I just, I had a thought and I thought to myself, you know, it seems that especially for me, like in the influencer world that I am, you know, so heavily involved in, we always get caught up in all of the new places. There's a new restaurant opening. We have to race over there and it can actually be kind of exhausting. And one thing I've been struggling with lately is just this need for competition in our community. And it's really been getting me down, to be honest with you. I have found it's become very cutthroat and that's not why I got into influencing and everything that I do. I do it because I'm one to celebrate and promote the places and products that I love the most. And I had to really, you know, for that reason, I had to kind of take a little bit of a time out 
and just kind of focus on myself and just kind of, you know, going back to the basics. Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.